Thanks for listening to the Best of the Odd Couple podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. You're listening to the best of the Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker. Oh, yeah. It is the Odd Couple. I'm Chris Broussard alongside my partner, Rob Parker. Wow. We're coming to you live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. And we have a great show for you over the next three hours, so keep it locked right here on Fox Sports Radio, the iHeartRadio app, or Sirius XM Channel 83, however you may be listening. We got Devin Gardner, former Michigan quarterback, now Fox College football analyst, joining us at the bottom of the hour, of course, to get us ready for the college football playoff with Michigan making his first appearance. So uh, let me welcome in my partner, Rob Parker. How are you today, man? What's happening, Mr. Chris Broussard, on this TV theme song Thursday as it continues to rain in Los Angeles? Good, good, good. I was uh, need outside building an ark because no, it's just, <laughs> Chris, it's terrible. I'm, it's been raining like three or four days in a row. I know oh, nobody wants to hear you. Exactly. you about to get... You're about to get six months of straight sunshine at 75, and 75 right? degrees. So we don't want to hear it. Yeah, yes, I know. I get it. Thank I get it. But I do want to say this. On, uh, it is a TV theme song Thursday. And uh, Chris, if you saw my social today, I want to send out a special. I never miss your social. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to send out a special odd couple. Um, a special, but let me let me get this right. I want to send out a special odd couple congratulations to my brother Robert, who is retiring as an FBI agent after 26 years with the bureau. Wow! And Chris, this guy Older is brother? yes, unbelievable. It's funny, my dad. All of us have the same name, and we all look alike, all three of us. But same he name. Is, What's his name? Robert. Rob Parker. All of you are named Robert? Right. But wow. I'll say this. Rob Parker. <laughs> I'll say this. He's an incredible guy, Chris. Air Force. He was Atlanta cop and an FBI agent for 26 years. So congratulations. Mazel yes. tov to retirement. And next month he turns 60, his birthday. And you know what's great? Chris, it's not a guarantee we all get there to retire and, you know what I mean, reach your 60th right. birthday. So it's and an he's honor. he's still young. Yeah, yeah. And, he's got uh, other plans to do himself. other stuff. So congratulations, bro. That right, is guys. great. Congratulations. Um, Rob, for a minute, a hot minute, I actually considered joining the FBI. Did you really? I really did. My senior year, my friend, some friends and I went to a job fair in Chicago. And uh, I, you know, I mean, I had had the, uh, I had already done the internship at the Cleveland Plain Dealer in sports writing, but I, you know, I, I wasn't sure what I was going to do. So I said, you know what? It may be. You never and know. They, 
and then they unsealed <laughs> your, and then they unsealed your juvenile record. No, 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 no. <laughs> and that was but you know, that. I thought I was <laughs> like, man, <laughs> I thought, man, it could be a nice, it could be, it'd be an exciting job. How about that? That was oh, my yeah. thought. But, to, but to become an job. FBI agent, what you have to go through, it's it's the best of the best. You know that. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. It's really yeah. Uh, grueling, and I know the yeah. work he's put in, so it's been great. Absolutely. Right. Well, congratulations to your brother, and I hope he enjoys sincerely his retirement. All right. We got the Odd Couple crew in the house. Uh, it was Iowa Sam yesterday. Today, USC Chris on the boards, the ones and the twos. He's already made his presence known with all these drops. I like it. I'm digging it, USC Chris. Uh, on the updates is, whisper it in my ear, Steve DeSager. Steve you DeSager, DeSager. You on the updates. And running things is our man, Brandon Trufa. And uh, we're going to have a great show today. So let's get it started, Rob. Uh, Big Ben, Ben Roethlisberger. Of the Pittsburgh Steelers acknowledged today in his meeting with the press before Monday night's game against Cleveland at Pittsburgh, uh, he acknowledged that it very well could be. He used the term, everything seems to be pointing in that direction of it being the last game, uh, the last home game, certainly during the regular season of his NFL career or his last home game in Pittsburgh. Let's put it that way. Uh, Rob, this could be it for Big Ben, finally. It should have been it last year. Let's oh, just wow. be honest, Chris. The, I'm dead Where's serious. the love? Where's the sin? No I mean, love. We're not no going to have love. a, like, recollect about how great Big Ben was and all that? No. You want to go off on him? I, I'm going to go off on the Pittsburgh Steelers organization. They're the ones, Chris, who kept him one year too long. The handwriting was on the wall a a year ago. And they didn't have a backup plan. They should have drafted a quarterback a couple years ago or last year, whatever you want to do. But they had to have somebody ready. When Big Ben came back and took a pay cut just to stick around, you already knew you were getting a discounted quarterback because he had to take a pay cut to even be on the team. So you knew what you were getting. You weren't getting steak. You were getting chopped liver. That's what you were getting. And you know what? You're supposed Bill to Belichick, uh, have Kawhi laugh at that. Yeah, I know. It could have been right there. <laughs> and Bill Belichick is famous for what, Chris? Getting rid of somebody a year too early than a year too late. That's what good teams do. The Steelers were in their feelings. They were living on the past. Oh, yeah, Big Ben, you remember that Super Bowl and that one? And you remember when he scored that touchdown he didn't score against Seattle and Detroit? I get it. It's hard to look at a guy who's been around, been a part of your organization for a long time, and not be able to want to cut ties. But you got to move on at some point. The Giants did it with Eli Manning. We could go on and on and on with all the teams, Chris, that have done it. Even uh, uh, Brett Favre played three more years after he left Green Bay, and they still made a move. And I get it, but they had a quarterback in waiting. Um, And the same thing when Joe Montana was moved on from. I mean, there was a quarterback waiting. Steve Young. Steve Young. The Steelers, they missed the boat on this. They're the ones who sold out the rest of the team with a half-broken-down quarterback 
and a chance to really do something if they would have been prepared for this. And they were not. What I don't know anybody in Pittsburgh who's shocked that Ben, Big Ben, has played like Uncle Ben in 2021. Let's just Kawhi face again. it. Craig yeah, Melvin. Kawhi somebody. right there. Yeah, could have been Craig <laughs> Melvin. USC Chris is like, no, he's not funny. Yes. <laughs> Until he I, that, says something Chris, funny, I'm not playing any of them. But that's where I am. I, I just think the Steelers are the ones to blame, not Big Ben, because, you know, most of the time you have to have the team rip the uniform off. You're never going to admit that you're no good anymore. And he admitted it when he took a pay cut, okay? Oh, yeah, I'll come back. What do you need? I'll take, take You want to take my money? Okay. Because he knew he wasn't any good. If he was still good, there's no way he would have accepted a pay cut. Enough! I mean, Rob Parker, you know who you sound like? You sound like the guy who has a job and he's fed up. He doesn't like it. He doesn't enjoy it. He doesn't get paid enough, but he gets paid. And he's tired and he's upset and he's ticked off. And finally, he's had enough. And he storms out. I quit. Okay, so where are you going to work now? Uh, I, I don't have anything lined up. You know, I, I don't know. That's you, Rob Parker. Oh, yeah, of course. Big Ben's old. Big Ben's not what he used to be. Big Ben's no longer one of the better quarterbacks in the league. But what else did, what other choice did they have? The guy that storms out and says, I quit without a plan B in place is stupid. Get your plan B set up. Get your next job set up and make your money and take care of your family or your house or whatever you got to take care of before you storm out. And that's my issue. Everybody knew they weren't about to win a Super Bowl or win the AFC with Big Ben. But they had who are you gonna throw in there? Dwayne Haskins? He was Mason a top Rudolph? Pick. He was a top pick. If not, well, then you need to go outside the organization. A, Chris. Okay, so where? Outside organization, where? Well, well but all you I know is give me a name. All I know is Big Ben. I'm not a I'm not a scout. I'm not gonna sit here and act like I scoured the wires or you I made a trade. All no I all one. I know is Big Ben wasn't getting us to the playoffs. I knew that Actually, going into the year. Actually, he might. That's he, the thing, he won't. Rob. They might he won't. make the playoffs. They might, might woulda, shoulda, coulda. They're still it ain't very happening. much alive. And Big Ben again. I'm not gonna sit here and act like he's had a great season, but he's completed 65 percent of his passes. He's averaging 241 yards a game passing more than Ryan Tannehill, Matt Jones, more than Carson Wentz, for goodness sakes, more than Teddy Bridgewater, more than Matt Ryan. He's got 20 touchdown passes, only eight picks. I'm just saying, Rob, and they might make the playoffs. We know the Steelers one of the best franchises in NFL history. Six Chris, Super Bowl rings. He's got nine games this year. And that's what they year. live to do. But he's got nine still, games with one or no touchdowns. Nine games. There's a lot of quarterbacks like I, that. I'm talking about Big Ben. Don't I don't want to well, talk about the not, also no. Rams. But we, you, you, he's Rob, not he's that guy. Also-ran. Nobody's saying he is, but I'm just saying he wasn't like they had no other options. 
And here they and I are blame with them. Big Ben, and they might make the playoffs. I blame them. That was their fault because what, they so didn't four plan years for this. ago they were supposed to start planning? They, they, yes, they you got to start the planning. They Haskins. The dude ain't mature. Well, then they should have released him and went after somebody else and made another move, Until Chris. you give me a name, you're just spouting hot air. No, if I was a you GM or if I was in the front office, I'd give you names. Who am I, Mike Mayock now? Because I'm on the radio, I should be a GM? <laughs> you don't have to be a GM to know if somebody was out there that would be a better Chris, fit than Big Ben. I don't ben have the list from before the last offseason, but I'm telling you. I'm not a GM either, Rob, but there's no, there was no one. Chris, there was would you no admit, one. Would you admit when he took a pay cut, he told you what? He was cut rate. He we told knew you what that. he was. That wasn't a surprise to anybody. You act like that was like a soul. And here they are again, still in the playoff hunt with two games left, right? What are you going to say if they make the playoffs? Nothing, because they'll probably lose like they did last okay, year. Fine. I told you last you year when they what? were 9-0 that they were garbage. Didn't I tell you that? I'll take it. I told you that last year they were 9-0. They lost to the Browns. Them, I believe. They got demolished by the Browns, who didn't even have their coach. Players were missing, and they Hold demolished on. the Steelers. Well, why, why when the Steelers don't get to the Super Bowl, they're garbage? But when the Packers don't, it's, they got a bunch of division titles. They win, the, they win their division all the time. No, I told you about the Steelers were no good even when they were 9-0. Well, like no. was a revelation. It was a mirage. It Fine. wasn't real. Okay, okay, so what? They made the playoffs. This year, if they make the playoffs, that's a success. Everybody doesn't win the Super Bowl. We they were not a team that anyone thought could win the Super Bowl going into this season. Most people didn't think they could make the playoffs. So if they get to the postseason, I'm sorry. It was a good year. It is what it is. Like I said, until you give me a name, Rob Parker, you're just spouting a bunch of hot air. 877-99 on Fox. 877-996-6369. Rob Parker says the Steelers never should have brought Big Big Ben back this year. I say that's hogwash. Yeah, he'll be gone after this season, and he should be. Good riddance. Go, we'll see you at the Hall of Fame induction. But this year, he's had a decent season for what he is at this point. And if he gets him into the playoffs, hey, it was a good year. Your turn to weigh in, 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. Odd Couple, Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. We are live in the Fox Sports Radio studios. It's The Odd Couple brought to you by AutoZone. Now, AutoZone, folks, has all the free services that you need to help get you back on the road, all right, such as their free AutoZone Fix Finder service, all right? They've got over 5,600 locations nationwide, and I'm telling you, it's like they're on every corner. It's crazy. Uh, But anyway, AutoZone is here to help you save time and money with those free services. Getting the job done just got easier. Restrictions do apply, but get in the zone, AutoZone. Our next guest Former Michigan quarterback, now a Fox college football analyst. We welcome in friend of the show, Devin Gardner. Devin, Devin welcome to the Odd Couple. 
Oh, how about that song? That's such a great song, you guys. Well, uh, USC Chris. We'll see Chris how great it is this weekend. It's from, it's from Toledo. He's a big Michigan slappy, so it's That's no right. shock That's that he put that too. on. Don't you dare call him <laughs> All right, so, so you talking mess. You come out talking stuff all right off the bat. That's right. Are, is Michigan beating Georgia? We want to know if so. Well, I, you know, I would much rather tell you how they should beat Georgia, right? And, and oh, I see, think that, that base is gone. It's fine. <laughs> that base, notice that, Rob, that base I know. left. All of a sudden, uh, they went, you know, I mean, we'll he, see. All of a I'm sudden, not, he, went no from, he went from He went from Tito like to uh, Michael real quick. All right, it's cool. It seems like. It seems like you guys are putting words in my mouth. It's all I'm good. But I think I, I, do, I do think Michigan will win the game. I, I don't think Georgia's been tested in the first time they were tested. Uh, they got destroyed, honestly. I agree uh, with you on that. I, the, the one thing that I think is important to, to know that uh, the speed of the SEC is, is, is real, first of all, but Michigan's speed is also real. I think that they have speed on the outside. I think they have played with, with great defensive speed. And Georgia's uh, offense hasn't shown that they can be dominant, right? They're they, they, they top 10 in scoring, but it's because their defense gives them the ball at the 20-yard line against a bunch of teams that aren't very good, right? And so I think that the, the numbers are a little inflated on that. And, and I think for Michigan to beat them, they're going to have to use uh, J.J. McCarthy as the, in, in the running game, right? Because the, the running quarterback is the one thing that really hurts Georgia's defense. And, and they made it very clear when, when the Heisman Trophy winner uh, kind of expose them for, for what they are. How, how about okay. uh, what happened? I know Michigan is seven and a half point underdogs. If Michigan loses, will it just be a great season because they finally got to the college football playoff, which is why they gave Jim Harbaugh all that money in the beginning to try to get them there, or will this be a disappointment? Uh, I mean, that's tough to say for, for a lot of fans. You know how it is, Rob. You lived here, and, and when you beat Ohio State, no matter what happens after that, it's a success, right? So, really, beating Ohio State plus a Big Ten championship plus a college football berth, I don't think there are a whole bunch of Michigan fans, but, you know, Michigan fans can be arrogant, and they can be, you know, get on their high horse as if we're supposed to be there when we haven't been good in a very long time. So, uh, some Michigan fans, I think, are going to be upset, like, oh, my gosh, these guys suck. I can't believe we didn't win right. the national championship. <laughs> and then other other fans will say, well, you know, given that we were only supposed to win four games or, or whatever they had us in the beginning of the season, I think that this is a very, very wildly successful season. What about the other game, Alabama-Cincinnati? Obviously, we all think Alabama's going to win. Alabama's 13 and a half points. Cincinnati have a chance? And what, like you told us about Michigan, what do they need to do to have a chance to win this game? I think they're uniquely designed that they, they can have a chance. Now, I don't think they will have a chance. And it hurts me to say that because, you know, Sauce Gardner, he's from Detroit. That's my cousin, even though he's not really my cousin, <laughs> but he got my last name. Play so cousin. he's my cousin, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So you got Sauce Gardner on one side, and then you got the, 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 the winner of the best cornerback in college football on the other side. So they are uniquely designed that on defense, they may be able to handle those explosive receivers, but I just don't think that the up front – I don't think they'll be able to handle or defensively or offensively the the Bama front seven because it's 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 daunting, you know. As we saw against Georgia and, and SEC football is a lot different than than where you know Cincinnati, what Cincinnati is used to. Even Notre Dame, right? They beat Notre Dame, but it's a different level, man. We saw Notre Dame every time they get in the playoff and play Bama, and it looks like they never played football before, and they have a bunch of high school kids. Yeah. The the other thing, uh, Alabama. 
if if they get to uh, well, I mean, it looks like they'll get to the championship. Um, could Michigan or Georgia beat Alabama? Either one. Uh, I think Georgia already proved that they do not have the skill set nor weapons to beat Alabama because of the quarterback play. And and Michigan will probably suffer the same fate, you know, just because it, it's going to be tough to just run the ball, right? Just run the ball down Alabama and Nick Saban's throat. I mean, that just is not likely, right? And so your quarterback is going to have to make some explosive plays downfield. And, and, and frankly and, and honestly, uh, Kay McNamara has not proven that he can make those throws downfield. Now, is that saying that he will not and he cannot? No, that's not saying that. But if you want to, if I'm a betting man, I'm not. I'm going to say he's not going to out of nowhere get this new arm. He's going to drive the ball down the field regularly and make Alabama's uh, DBs and 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 defense kind of crumble. Let, last thing and, and quickly because we only got about thirty seconds. You you obviously played at Michigan. You played in bowl games. I'm sure. What is the long wait due to a team or a player? I mean, you're off what uh, three it, four weeks yeah. sometimes. Yeah, I mean, it's just you lose that competitive edge just a little bit, right? So you try to create it in practice, but there is no substitute for an actual game, right? The actual game is that fire, that that intensity, right? Because you're not trying to hurt your teammates in practice, right? So you're practicing against yourself so much. But when you get in the bowl game, you know, that that early, that's why you see a lot of teams are kind of slow early, and then they start to pick it up, right? Because you got to get back into that vicious, I'm trying to kill the other guy on the other side of me uh, kind of mentality. All right, that's Devin Gardner. Great Thanks, job, buddy. man. Look, Happy New Year. Good luck to your Wolverines. My daughter just graduated from there in 2020, so I'm pulling for him, too. she did because she's a smart young lady. And yes, so yes, what Chris yes. is going to do is he's going to take the amount of money that he paid for her degree, bet it on Georgia so that he could try to get his <laughs> money back. <from> <laughs> Robert, 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 I'm going to start calling you Robert. You know what, Robert? You need to stop that. Robert. <laughs> hey, whenever my mom used to get mad at me, that's what she called me, Robert. Yeah, <laughs> Robert <laughs> Lee, be quiet. Robert wow. Lee, come here. Your middle name, Lee? Yeah, Robert wow. Lee. Yeah. Robert Lee. All right. <laughs> hey, Devin, thank you, man. Happy New Year. Happy yeah, New Year. Thanks for having me. Happy New Year to you, too. Yep. Shekel City is next. Keep it locked. I couple Fox Sports Radio. I'm George Reister, host of the Reister or Wrong podcast. This is the intersection where sports, business, society, and pop culture meet the truth. Absolute fire on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Facts only. Make sure you check your feelings at the door because no BS is allowed. We keep it 100. This is where real conversations happen. Listen to the Rice or Wrong podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. It is the Odd Couple. I am Chris. He is Rob. And we are live from the Fox Sports Radio studios on a TV theme song Thursday. And we got a barn burner going on in the NBA Philadelphia up 88-87, seven minutes to play uh, in Brooklyn. And uh, it's a good game between the Nets and the Sixers, Rob. You had you had the Nets minus, minus five, five and a right? half. They got to win by six. So okay. I still got plenty of time. It's only yeah. a one-point game. Yeah, whatever helps you sleep at night. What? Um, one-point game? Chris, you think they can't score six points, win by six? I'm just saying. We're, you're down. That's all I'm saying. That's all right. You know? 
All right, uh, look, if you're a value customer, you deserve a simple gesture of appreciation from your credit card company. You really do. And that's why Discover Card matches all of the cash back that you've earned at the end of your first year. Discover it. Exceptionally common sense is what they have. Learn more at discover.com slash match. That's discover.com slash match. Limitation, folks, do apply. All right, uh, Rob. Steve Spagnolia uh, compared Joe Burrow to a young Tom Brady. Now, they play this week. Kansas City, Cincinnati. I think that's going to be a great game. Kansas City obviously playing great football there. They've won eight straight. And Cincinnati is, you know, they still have to get that playoff berth, but they're playing well. They Burrow coming off a game in which he threw for 525 yards. Did you hear Bart Scott today? Yes. <laughs> Did you, you think he put a bounty on his head? I thought that was a lot, man. Wow. He said he put what the, 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 well, how, did, how did he phrase it? The, uh, the message has been sent. It wasn't a yeah. message, but something like that. It was a lot, uh, wasn't it? It was a mouthful today. Yeah, wow. yeah. And I like Bart. I like Bart personally. I know him. Um, and also, I think he's great on TV and radio. But, yeah, it'll be, I, you know, no, I, I don't. I mean, he, he went there. He, he definitely went, went there. there. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, wow. He went there. And like he was Spag- on the team playing now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's what it was like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there wasn't a microphone in front of him. That's what right. I was like. Right. What? He definitely was uh, in that Ra- Ravens purple for that segment. But, you know, what Spagnola is doing, Rob, is Wink Martindale, you know, the defensive coach for the uh, the Ravens, he, he kind of – poo-pooed Burrow before their game. I mean, he said, hey, and he's right, but he said, hey, we're not fitting him for the gold jacket just yet. And Burrow admitted that that motivated him to go out there and throw for 525 yards. I mean, you could say that after the fact, and if he would have threw for 135 yards and they lost. he he didn't. No, I know. I'm just saying, like, you could easily say, oh, yeah, that motivated me. Really, you needed a coach to say, he wasn't disparaging you by saying we shouldn't fit you for a gold jacket yet. I don't even, I think that's realistic. What did he say, Chris, that was so outrageous? Well. He wasn't a Hall of Fame quarterback in his second year? I hear you, but it I wasn't think the end of the, the way world. it was said. It was like dismissive. He ain't all that. Will you calm down? I mean, come on, man. We're not fitting him for the Hall of Fame jacket just yet. It he was said that just. Kinda... He said just yet, Chris. If he would have said, "This dude is okay. He'll never make it to the Hall of Fame," so you guys could just pipe down with all that. Now that's something else. Look, now that's something else. What happened is Joe Burrow read that story right before the game. He read it every day leading up to the game. And because of that story, he went out there and lit up the Baltimore Ravens. That's the story, Rob. It's as simple as that. Okay. <laughs> not. But Spagnolia is saying, look, we're not going, you know, we're not going to get him fired up and give him any fodder and give him any extra motivation. So, yeah, I think he's a lot like Tom Brady. Do we have sound of this, guys? We do. Here he is. If you were asked about the skill position players, I just was wondering 
how do you feel about quarterback Joe Burrow and what he's been able to do so far in, in his young career and especially uh, watching that tape from last week? Yeah, uh, really, really impressive. I, I mean, look at this may sound crazy, but I see a young Tom Brady. I mean, this guy does everything. He does not look like a second year quarterback that missed a lot of his first year. Um, totally impressed with him. Began the meeting on Tuesday. You know, we were just finishing up on the last game, but began the meeting talking about Joe because I think he's that good. All the weapons we've talked about and all that, uh, but you got to have a quarterback that can get it done, and he really does. I I just go ahead, Rob, because I know you're chomping at the. No, it's just coach speak. You know where they over overdo it to try to praise the player, make him feel like, oh God, you know we don't know what we're gonna do. How will we stop him and all that? We hear this all the time. I mean, this is not new. Um, where they over go over the top. He's played well, Chris. They've had some stinkers this year too. You know, like. We thought they had turned the corner, then oh, they no, lost to the Jets. they've been inconsistent. Yeah, they've right? been inconsistent. There's no he doubt. has. Right. So it ain't like he's set the world on fire and they've been playing great. There were a couple of games where you shook your head and couldn't believe that they couldn't get anything going offensively. So I'm, I'm just – Tom. whenever you mention Tom Brady, I think it's just a, an over-the-top uh, comparison. If you could just say he's a great he's a great looking young quarterback and despite missing time his first year, I think he's made great strides. There've been some games this year, Chris, where I've scratched my head and said, "Man, this guy has has something special going on." I get that. But whenever you throw Tom Brady or some big name like that in the mix, people are going to like perk up and go, "What? Did he say he's Tom Brady?" Well, look, I, I do think Spagnola likes Burrow. I really do think he thinks he's a great quarterback. He is a young, great young quarterback. Like, he looks like he could be all that, okay? But, Rob, you know this. As you said, you're exactly right. Anytime you throw out Tom Brady, you're going too far. Right. And here's the thing. Here's the proof of it. I bet you Spagnolia would never say that about his own player. I bet you he would never, and I don't care how good he was. I don't think a coach would ever say about his own player <laughs> publicly. Right. He might say it in private meetings with the other coaches or something, right? But publicly, you know, I see a lot of Tom Brady in him. I mean, do you really think? You might think this dude could be better than Brady, but I don't think you're putting that kind of pressure on your own player. No, because then people, if things don't go right or you lose a game to the Jets, they're going to be like, is he still look like Tom right. Brady? You know, right. like that. Like, is he really? Uh, or have you, are you, have you been wrong about your assessment? You said he was Tom Brady. Right. Is he Tom Brady? Uh, I didn't say Tom he was Brady Tom won Brady. won the Super Bowl his first year as a starter. Is that, right. is that, is he, but that's my point, Rob. That's why, as you said, it's proof that he's got ulterior motives. Right. You know? He's got ulterior. He wants Burrow coming in there thinking, yo, they, they, yeah, they, they think they I'm recognized. They, right, rec right, they better they recognize. Know. Yeah. Right. Rather than going in there with something to prove. Now, we say it all the time. It, it shouldn't take uh, a Some coach quote right. from a, the opposing coach to get you going. Right. I, I'm all with you on that. And I got to believe Burrow is uh, motivated in and of itself. First of all, to make the playoffs. They need a win. 
And Rob, I it's mean, a, it's a going big game, Chris. Chiefs, right? Yeah, it's a big game. And Patrick Mahomes, I mean, it's a measuring stick. So, and one thing I like about Burrow, Rob, and this is where you know the, the comparison is him or Justin Herbert. Among they were in the same draft class. He went first. Herbert went sixth. Herbert's gotten the accolades thus far because Burrow was hurt last year in part. But Herbert was the starter in the Pro Bowl this year over even Patrick Mahomes. Um, but I like I like them both. I mean, I, I would sleep very well uh, if either one of them was my quarterback. But what I like about Burrow, Rob, and I don't know if, if Herbert has this, I like his swagger. I like his attitude of like, I can I where no matter what the situation is, I can get it done. Remember when everybody what, was yep. saying don't we, go we to the We talked Bengals. about that. Yep. Yeah, they're terrible. You need, you know, no matter who you he's are, gonna, you he's gonna hold out and, and say he's not going right. there, don't draft him and all we were like, What? Why why would you do that? Like yep. like none of that made any sense. We even brought up that the Bengals at one time had made the playoffs seven or right. eight. Remember it's they not were, like they've been a, a horrible franchise. There have been right. many worse franchises. They just the couldn't win a playoff game, but they were right. in the playoffs. And then you go back, and obviously they Marvin the Lewis was 0-7 like as coach, Chris, but he got to the playoffs seven times in Cincinnati. Right, right. And that started looking really good after he left. He was fired. But, Rob, he went in there and was like, we can win. I can win here, period. Like, it doesn't seem like he even considered not going there. And I like that. Yes. And he's obviously become the leader. We both did because that didn't come out of his mouth. Why would you be afraid of a challenge like that where you're going to change it? He's from from Ohio, too. I mean, it was just. Right. Like, like how would you not want to play for the Bengals and be the guy who changes the culture, who wins some playoff games? Chris, who's the guy who does it? I mean, it you're, seems you're, like you're he's living done that. Change the culture, right? That, yep. that, you don't get that opportunity that often, uh, so it's big. 